Welcome back to the Asian Conservative Perspective. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel. So, yeah, I know what you guys can say. Where have you been? And everything's, you know, being ramped up. Everything's happening so fu- so fast. Where have you been? Well, one day I decided to go on my vacation, okay? Had some days off. And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to travel across country on a motorcycle. Um, I've made it no secret on this podcast. I made it no secret against friends that I absolutely love riding motorcycles. And I have driven a motorcycle, rode a motorcycle across the country. And I'm not going to lie. It was one of the most brutal things I've done. I'm probably never going to do it again. I mean, it was very hot. It was, you know, tiring exhausting at some points, but I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I had tenacity to stay up and just continue on. But, you know, it was also really fun because I got to, you know, experience uh, new things. I got to meet really cool people from all around or all across the country. And what I've noticed is that no matter what you look like, what, you know, ethnicity you are, despite what the Democrats like to say, is that Americans just treat each other like Americans. I've had, you know, like, I wouldn't say, you know, a meal bought for me, but like, they would give me like an extra, you know, upgrade my, you know, meal size when they saw me like sweating or they'd give me a dessert for free. Um, I remember I walked into uh, asking for directions to get to the East Coast and some person was like, oh, are you traveling on a motorcycle? I was like, yes. And they're like, Take a water on us, all right? And it was a bottle of water. I mean, it was still a good gesture, right? I'm not saying, you know, water is not hard to come by. But, you know, this is this is what I like about, you know, America is that there are some places, you know, in the rural areas that people don't care. They treat you as Americans. They see they treat you like a human being. They see that you're in trouble. They're going to help you out. Um, you know, but, yeah, it was really hot, and I'm glad I did it. I don't think I'll be doing it again anytime soon, but anyway, um, I just got back, so I would say I got back like four or five days ago, um, and I really just, you know, wanted a break to just kind of relax before I started doing things, and I also had to fix up my house because my, there was weeds that are growing, I mean, they're still picking at those weeds, it's been ridiculous. Like, I'm about to just, you know, zero escape my whole yard. But anyway, let's talk about politics again, all right? So I'm, I've been listening to a lot of politics. Like, you know, um, this primary season's ramping up. And man, oh man, am I loving Vivek Ramaswamy, all right? This dude is incredible, all right? Now, do I think he has a shot at beating Trump? No, I, I don't think he has a shot at beating Trump, but I don't think that's his plan. And I know people that have been paying attention to the news say that Vivek has, you know, stated that he will not be uh, Trump's uh, VP. But he has been siding with Trump this whole time. And although he's running for president, I think he knows that he's probably not going to win against Trump. And I think he's going to go VP. And I believe if Trump was smart, which he usually is, is he's going to choose Vivek as his VP because Vivek is one around my age. I think he's like 37. All right. He was born in 85. I mean, he's he's pretty young. He's a young he's a young guy. All right. Multimillionaire as it is. So it's really incredible that, you know, this guy is um, is what he what he is. 
So at you know, multimillionaire, thirty-five or no, like thirty-seven, something like that. So, you know, in his thirties, um, and he's from Ohio. So Trump needs Ohio to win, and he needs the younger generation to come out there and vote. And the best part, he's also Asian. Okay, he's an Asian American, and um, you know, Asian people are going to vote for him. I, I don't think. I think Trump realizes that he needs Ohio to win. And he needs the younger generation and putting a millennial in his, you know, vice president cabinet uh, pick will definitely, you know, help boost up to be uh, beat Biden. Um, so I, this would be the ultimate choice. And so far in the I wouldn't say debate, there was a town hall meeting where um, Tucker Carlson came out and brought all these um, other yahoos. <laughs> to uh debate him and ask him like actual tough questions they were they were actually tough questions so um trump saw that and said you know he likes vivek and you know he he likes him so you know he low-key kind of said yeah i'm gonna probably choose vivek as this vice president and i i hope he does i hope that he chooses uh chooses vivek as the vp i mean it's his best option, in my opinion. It's the his absolute best option. Um, he could still pull it off if he goes into uh, you know a cabinet pick, which Vivek will almost guarantee get. He's going to get some kind of cabinet pick, like primary secretary of treasury, um, you know, some 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 uh, thing to prime him for president because he is still young. He's thirty five, and that's going to go against him. It's going to go against him because people want these old farts to you know be president look at biden everyone was like even um you know elon musk comes out and says yeah i voted for biden i immediately regret it but i just want someone normal i just wanted the scranton joe not this idiot and that's what most people did they wanted and now there is and like i said i still stand by it there was some shady stuff going on in the 2020 election so um but vivek right now is my guy all right i like trump i like DeSantis, but if i had to choose um, in the primaries, I'm voting Vivek, all right, uh, so far, all right, he, he could implode his campaign, like, you know, a few, like, months ago, you could have, you know, I could have said the same thing about DeSantis, I was, like, a big DeSantis guy, but then Trump, you know, said he was gonna run for president, and I was like, oh, going to Trump, so, um, yeah, I think it's gonna boil down to Vivek and Trump, and I think Vivek's gonna lose, unfortunately, I think his, the young age is going to get is not going to be able to get the uh, base, the Republican base out. Um, but if Trump was smart, he would choose Vivek as his VP. Okay, um, that one you can't argue this whole racism thing when you have an Asian guy, you know, an Asian, an Asian guy as your VP. Right. You can't argue this racist crap like the Democrats have been doing, and that's their only Trump card that they got. All right, um, they. I I saw this uh, interview because. Oh, by the way, today um, Trump just got indicted again for like the third freaking time for January sixth for inciting January sixth. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. I'm sorry for cursing, dude. But January sixth, like, no one cares. CNN did a poll. And said people care more about French fries than January 6th. I mean, and you still talk about it. Like, it's so annoying. 
It's like, yes, I care about French fries, all right? I care about how much salt you put on those French fries. They're going to be delicious. But you still talk about January 6th, and then now you indicted him on January 6th. So Trump's getting arrested again. And then so MSDNC, CNN uh, did a, you know, a focus group. And they're like, they asked, if Trump gets indicted, would you still vote for him? And they're like, yes. Overwhelmingly, everyone said yes. And they said, if he gets, uh, if he gets, you know, proven guilty, um, for inciting violence, would you still vote for him? And they're like, yes, yes, everyone said yes. So, and it's driving CNN. You could see the reporter's face, and I use the term reporter loosely, but you could see her face like get crushed when they said, "Yeah, we we don't care, we really don't care." Okay. You can indict him all you want. If he gets proven guilty, we're still going to vote for him. Um, so, but this is what the Biden administration is doing. I mean, it's getting crazy where they are pulling a Mao, uh, Mao regime and throwing away their political opponents if they don't agree with them. Oh, we don't like you. We can't beat you on our own terms. Let's put you in jail. I mean, Biden knows he he is looking so bad. MS DNC um, about a month ago announced that you know they they pretty much cried to the Secret Service on why you know on taking care of Biden to make him look better. Like he just he can't look good at all. I mean, it's just it's sad. He he just can't. All right. He's like shaking hands with ghosts. He doesn't know where he's at. There are literal, you know, pictures of him holding a card, a cue card that says, you will sit down. You will call on this reporter. You will answer this way. You will do this. You will walk out of the room. Like, this guy is mentally deficient and everyone can see it. All right. Everyone still sees it. And so they're not going to be able to beat Trump. And then they're going to try when he goes up to the debates. Biden's going to lose. There is no possible way. I think Nikki Haley has a better shot at beating Biden in the debates. All right. And they tried in 2020. They used the excuse of, well, it's COVID. And, you know, I remember Trump had like symptoms of COVID. So they canceled one of the debates, the second debate, which probably, you know, I'd argue is the most important debate. Um, so Trump just held a town hall meeting, but they can't do that now with the COVID thing. All right. They pretty much said, no, we're done. All right. This is ridiculous. Okay. COVID's down, down. Well, it wasn't that it was more like people are just like, I don't really care anymore. I don't care. You've ruined my entire life. They've tried pushing COVID longer. Trust me. They have tried. They've tried numerous times, but I think after the election, I think a year after the election when, you know, Biden was like, oh, yeah, um, I have a plan to stop COVID and it wasn't being stopped and people were still dying and more people died under uh, Biden than Trump, which I find hilarious because people always talk about how Trump killed a lot of people. Biden killed more. And anyway, so. After that, he said, okay, COVID's going to be, you know, disappearing. There's no more mask mandate. But he still tried talking about it. I think, think it was like this May, literally this May. He said COVID just disappeared. So 
but there is no way they can use it. And they're, they're going to try. They're going to try to use, you know, the old way of um, COVID, how COVID killed more people under Trump. I mean, there's just so much. And so, and also um, Biden's probably going to say January 6th. That's, that's their old reliable. They're going to talk about January 6th and how that's in their direction. I mean, it's just going to be embarrassing. So that's really the only possible way that, you know, Biden Biden's going to talk, all right? He can't win. Um, they're probably going to do some shady things. So I'm hoping that Vivek Ramaswamy is Trump's VP. That's the, you know, perfect scenario, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, the truly perfect one is Vivek as president. I think... Um, there's not this so much stigma, and I think people would vote for him in the general, especially in the debates. Vivek would destroy Biden like none other. But I think Vivek, you know, would destroy Kamala Harris as well. So um, it is what it is. And, you know, Trump Trump and Vivek are, you know, Vivek's more quiet and calm. So I think they, they'd match very well together. So... Yeah, that that's what I you know hope that happens. But yeah, Biden's done, man. Biden's just a terrible president. He he's he's lost at everything, and he's like taking the blame for you know, or he's taking the you know credit for everything that's going on. Like oh now you know inflation's going down. Oh it's my it's my you know, it's what I did. No no it's not. All right, no it's not. You caused inflation. And I don't know where you're getting this 8% bullcrap because, I mean, I'm looking at the grocery store and I spent like 50 bucks today on just like four pounds of meat. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. Anyway, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Jamil Gabriel and I'm signing off.